Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, as enterprises enter the next stage of growth in their digital transformation, organizations that made considerable investments in the past to modernize their businesses have emerged on top. They have topped their competitors. The quality of network architecture is now a key priority for enterprises globally as greater network availability becomes instrumental to business delivery. So now it's all about quality. That's driven by factors, of course, such as the ever-accelerating move to multi-cloud and edge computing, as well as the convergence between IT and operational tech. So this investment goes beyond facilitating operational efficiency and instead pays its dividend as the engine that is actually vital to the future success of any organization. To talk more about how important all of these networks are, their evolution and what organizations need to do to stay strong and agile, we're joined now by Amit Dingra. He's Executive VP at NTT Limited Network Service. Hi, Amit. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Martin. Thank you for having me. So, Amit, first of all, let's talk about the challenges that enterprises are facing now in their journey. Let's start with the very first one, which is most of the organizations always carry a technical debt, a technological debt, because they have not kept their hardware, software up to date. This has actually been exasperated by the COVID, because during the COVID times, we couldn't do a lot of work on the network modernization. And now with the supply chain shortage, even if the organizations want to modernize, we are having these challenges that we are not able to modernize. So that's the very first challenge which all of the organizations are carrying. Mm. And on top of that, what we also see is that additionally, there is a skill shortage. So as we start to modernize and look at the new technologies evolution into the network and operationalizing them, there is a lot of shortage of the skills which are existing in the market. And all of us saw the great era of resignations 18 months back, and this is still continuing. And that shortage of the skills has to also be mitigated, which is, which is holding back which is a challenge for the enterprises uh, so these are the two key things I can highlight. And the last one, I would put it, is the security factors. Because as the organizations start to mature, security is becoming a very, very important topic, especially mm-hmm. keeping in mind that the networks and enterprises are using the networks to collaborate with employees and customers across geographies, and the remote working is becoming a, a, a norm now. So right. that's why it's becoming very crucial. So let's address these challenges Firstly, technical debt. What exactly should organizations be doing now to deal with the accumulation of this technical debt? Yeah, that's a very important and interesting question. Very first thing is to absolutely make an inventory and have a start point of saying why, where all I have the technological debt and how am I going to retire that with the network evolution where you need to work with an architecture of what you are planning to deliver from a network strategy. And network strategy has to actually follow in line with the business strategy because the network is going to be, we always said network is the enabler, but now in the post-COVID digitized world where everything is becoming collaboration, network is becoming even more of an enabler and more of a business partner now for the business outcomes. So what organizations need to do is to look at that and of course then find right partners who can help them in technological journey, whether it is on architecture or operations, because every time you look at upgrading or changing any software, any hardware, it does take a lot of effort and maintenance windows, which are downtime. And through the use of AI ops and intelligent operations, you can actually reduce that. You need to see how you can automate and reduce. 
this is where NPT Limited comes into play, and this is what we believe would be the right way forward to remove the technological debt from the industry. Mm, but then you also mentioned there's a skills shortage. So how can you accomplish all of this with a skills shortage that is also throwing a spanner in the works? Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, you know, of course, if you are an enterprise, you are prominent in few geographies and you're relying always on the skills in those geographies. As Entity Limited, we are present in more than 100 countries. We have our large delivery centers, which are present across India and Europe, which is where we are able to have the skills balance. And those skills are not utilized only for one enterprise. Hence, we can actually utilize our scale because we are providing our managed services, our professional services for more than 2,000 enterprises. And actually, majority, 80% of the Fortune 500 are our customers. So when we start to provide those services through our global delivery centers, which are based in India and uh, Europe, we actually can utilize those skills and leverage on the scale. Okay, here's the thing, though. What about affordability? Because I'm pretty sure that a lot of small and medium-sized organizations might be concerned about how much all of this would set them back. How do you manage that with them? Absolutely. And of course, you know, affordability has always been a question. But the way I put it, with the rising technological debt and the complexity in the network, it has actually made it even more complex and more expensive for the enterprises to manage. Hence, they need to simplify However, as they start to look for simplification, they would need to invest. As you rightly said, not all enterprises may be able to invest at the same time. And then there are new trends which are coming where you can actually do it network as a service, which means you don't need to invest as a capex, but you keep paying for the subscription to use the services of the network. So those are the things which actually we can start to deliver for the enterprises who actually want to do the modernization but can't afford to do it in one go. There's a small caveat I will put in. People are very used to cloud. Of course, the cloud is centralized where every enterprise can use the cloud services in a central fashion. Network is also quite local because it has to be in the customer premises and hence there are, it's not a parallel which we can draw. I just want to put that caution to our listeners for that. Mm. Let's talk about security now, which has become such a big issue, mainly because of this accelerated digitalization across organizations. 59% of organizations in the APEC region experienced at least one cyber incident, with a third of them encountering multiple instances, I understand. So what exactly are they missing here? What should they be doing? So uh, these are actually the key findings from our report as well. We published a report where we interviewed more than 1,400 enterprises uh, consisting of the decision makers across uh, the globe. And the security threats have always been there. They are just, mm. of course, increasing with more and more internet usage, more and more aspects will start to come. What the enterprises need to do is to make sure that one, their current version of the network is up to, up to date. Just like any other application or software, what happens is that you always find security flaws and the new releases take care of that. So keeping absolutely up to date with that is the step number one. Second, having an architecture which is actually secure by design rather than security as a bolt-on, that is the crucial thing. That's what we uh, advocate for, where security has to be part and network has to be integrated with that rather than security as a bolt-on. So those are the two things which we, of course, have to look. And third, As enterprises start to move towards more collaborative work-from-home environment in a hybrid workplace, customers and employees have to collaborate, and hence they have to find ways on how security is actually going all the way to those 
those use cases and which is where we can bring in the aspects of SASE or the SSC, which is secure enterprise and technologies which actually can help uh, enterprises in meeting the security threats. Here's the thing, as we move forward, a lot of researchers have also been saying that many enterprises have not really bought into the fact that they need to pay greater attention to all of these areas, which is why we also have a technical debt, right, that we talked about earlier. So what exactly would you say is the best strategy to get people on board to convince them of the business case of putting all of these things in place? Actually, one of the things we found is uh, through our report that roughly 70% of the CEOs said that while they have you know, kept face with the technology, but they still believe that their network is hampering their business growth. So the very first thing we need to make sure that everyone recognizes that network is not a good-to-have thing. It's a must-have mm. in the digitized world to deliver the goods or services which the enterprises look for, for the business engine itself. That's the first thing. The second thing, of course, as you rightly said, there is always a business case requirement. This is where we need to, of course, highlight, you know, as the technological debt continues, we keep on having a lot of complexity in the networks and higher cost. So with the newer technologies, things moving on the cloud, it, of course, means that the cost will go down. That is the driver of the business case, which has to come hand in hand. And third, of course, if we can link it to the network as a service, which then helps in making these discussions forward. Through our report, the Global Network Report, which we published, we found actually that 70% of the organizations are struggling to keep pace with the business demands, actually, Mm. because the business is demanding increased speed and innovation. And the main reason was the technical debt and the lack of expertise. So these are the things which will will help drive the business forward, and that's the biggest thing which uh, we would like to advocate and work together with our customers to acknowledge. Okay, lastly, Amit, what exactly should businesses be doing considering the trends within the APEC region in the next one to two years? Actually, this is a fantastic question. We, of course, have been talking to many, many customers. What we see is there is an industry forward zero sustainability, which are going to be the key in Asia-Pacific. Industry forward zero is driving, of course, the digitization of different industries like manufacturing and uh, you know, other uh, equipment which comes together with that. We are seeing a lot of smart buildings which are coming and we need to convert everything into the industry 4.0. Towards that, private 5G is one of the key solutions, which of course as NTT we offer. And just as a reference, uh, City of Las Vegas has recently taken our services to deliver private 5G for all of the City of Las Vegas. So we see that will be one of the key trends and many, many enterprises are starting to look at how do we invest in that. All right. Thank you very much for that, Amit. Really appreciate your time today. Amit Dingra, he's Executive VP at NTT Limited Network Service. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.